Hey, welcome back to the Bait and Switch podcast. You're listening to part one of a two-part episode with Dave Steffen. Yeah, Dave Steffen is a friend of mine. Uh, he and I are part of a bicycling group called the Tosa Spokesman. That's here in Wauwatosa. And I thought we tried something a little different with Dave's interview here today. It's less than an interview and more of kind of a premise-based uh, podcast. And it, it turned out to be a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was a good time. We uh, had some sound quality issues that we had to iron out, and we just wanted to thank Joel from Casio Music for helping us out with that. And we think that things are going to be better moving forward. we got some extra equipment. Yeah. Uh, remember, the new podcasts come out on the 1st, 11th, 21st, and 31st of every month. And if you haven't listened to some of the ones that we already posted, we've got four of them. Uh, go back and listen to them. There's some good episodes there. Also, I want to thank you for your feedback. We've had a lot of good feedback. Mainly, however, it's come through Facebook Messenger, through email, and just talking with people. It'd be great if uh, we had some feedback on the site and, and Facebook, for that matter. Sure, yeah. In fact, go visit our Facebook page. Like the Facebook page. Uh, like and share any Facebook posts you see about us. And tell all your friends. Yeah, enjoy the episode. Enjoy. Konnichiwa Yokoso to the Bait and Switch podcast, where we feel the weight of a nation to continue to produce the highest quality podcast. Join us now as we learn that spelling is not exactly our guest's forte. Right. B-O-I-L-K. Viola. All right, welcome back to the Bait and Switch podcast. Uh, this is uh, Chris Beyer, your co-host, along with Jim Martin, our other co-host. Hello. Our guest tonight is Dave Steffen. Hey, how's everybody doing? Dave is a friend of mine that I've met biking in a group that we call the Tulsa Spokesman. And I don't know, I've known it's you clever. for... <laughs> I didn't come up with that. There was that. Actually, I, I, will, I will take a little bit of credit for the name. We met at the Harley thing, I remember, right? We met at the Harley Museum. Yeah. And they had decided on, I think I got there late, but they said, well, Tosa Spokesman. And I said, well, how about Tosa Spokesman? So then it was chopped yeah. up Tosa Spokesman. Oh, so you were still, I'm responsible, responsible for the Spokesman, you're yeah. the Tosa part. Tosa part yeah. That's not as clever, yeah. though. <laughs> no, that's, that's a good point. <laughs> the Spokesman yeah. part is the clever part. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, I know. You're taking partial credit for the, the rotten part. Yeah. I ride bikes with Dave here. Dave's a real get in the podcast where a lot of people have been trying to get Dave. And we, we, got, we landed him. Flattery will get you nowhere. <laughs> it's not quite like getting the O.J. Simpson interview or like a Ted Kaczynski, but his mindset is similar. You know, that you put me in the same company as Ted Kaczynski and O.J.? That's, uh, yeah, that's good. It was that saying. They say, keep your friends, keep friends, your friends close. close. Enemies closer. So that's one of these things. Right? So we're breaking I'm, I'm not sure if it's more the friend thing or the enemy, but we got to keep them close to some extent. Well, the 90s right, yeah, well. <laughs> I get the feeling that he's observing. He's one of these guys that's taken it all in. I've noticed that. Yeah, yeah. already you've noticed that. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. He's like he's casing the joint. He's even squirming a little now. Yeah, you know, I noticed he picked up his water glass right away and he's kind of fidgeting. I, I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did a little. Re- I, did <laughs> yeah, so I, think I mean, that's typical. That's, yeah, right, right. That's typical. That, this is this is who I know. This is who I talk to. Oh, yeah, uh, I did a little research on his past. A lot of the stuff has been redacted and expunged. Well, prior to, yeah, 2003 when, yeah, you need one. Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, you grew up on a commune in the Ukraine. 
yes, on the Ukraine, <laughs> yes, uh, with uh, yeah, various <laughs> other commune faults. Yeah, and so it's a little shady. And then kind of like in the Bible, you know how Jesus, you see him as a child, and then you don't see him again until he's 30. He appears for a while. Right, then he's 30. Doing, right? That's what it is with Dave. There's like a sure. big gap you know, in this history. So, Sign, yeah. I think. Yeah. Red, red flag, maybe? Red flag. It's like uh, in your resume. If there's a hole in your resume, people start wondering, like, what what happened? Yeah. I, I don't like to talk about that. I, um, you can see the look on his face <laughs> right now. He doesn't want to talk about this. Yeah, there's, well, it's secrecy. There's deception, I think it's fair to say. I was, uh, I was, I was never convicted. Well, <laughs> all right, <laughs> not necessarily on the up and up. Yep. But, uh, I mentioned was... Ted Kaczynski. Now, I'm not going to play uh, Dave's little game. I just assume he's got a manifesto. What is your manifesto about? Well, if you, if you don't mind, just general. Can we get a, sort of a preview of what's coming? Of my manifesto? Yeah, don't don't play games. <laughs> I know this is don't good. Yeah. All right, come Being on. Coy. Come on, yeah. About uh, what? About life? About? Uh, well, you tell us. You, you wrote it. it. <laughs> you know, live and let live. Live and short, let live. Short and sweet. Would you say your manifesto is more? Is it kind of rambling or is it coherent? I'm sure it's probably more rambling. <laughs> more rambling. Yeah. Just, is there a central theme? <laughs> uh, no, probably nope. in, incoherent rambling. I would say generally. Okay. But, okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, let me just write that down. <laughs> I've been working on a manifesto. Oh, really? Yes. It's kind of short. Yeah. It's more of a mini festo. Sure. It's sure. the uh, the mini festo is to the manifesto like the the mini bond is to the cinnabon. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, so are you going to compile several as you go through? Just, yeah, maybe it's going to be a serial thing. Right. Kind of like uh, Dickens, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> so. yeah, one thing, uh, I think they even did like a Geico commercial on this. Okay, what do you cut, the, the red wire or the blue wire, right, when there's a bomb yeah, exploding? Uh, and again, getting back to Dave, what would you choose as the detonator wire and what would you choose as the diffusing wire? Would you Dave? choose red or blue? Well, I think intuitively you'd choose the red as the detonating wire and blue as the disarming wire, right? Because red is hot and blue is cold. And you'd think so, but if you want, if you wanted to you, cut the wrong wire, well, right. But then, if you are a smart person who's cutting the wire, would you then second guess the person that built the bomb and said? Then well, that's why we're asking you. Get, right. Are you going for the reverse or double reverse? Or do you put a third wire in there? I would leave it normal and then let the person diffusing it. Ah, this is very Princess Bride, isn't it? The the one, of course, I would choose the one in front yes, of you because you think, exactly. but instead, I'm choosing the one in front it's of exactly you. Right. <laughs> I've got a cabin up north, and I like to get away from it all. And I'll go up there and you know manufacture explosives from household chemicals. It's relaxing. Oh, sure. I mean, it seems like who doesn't? It's like just the thing to do up north. Yeah. Um, you know, we're joking about crime. All right, I came up with an idea here. This is how to get away with crime. The Great Escape. You've seen the movie The Great Escape. Yeah. They had to dig the tunnels and they had to get the dirt out. What they did is yeah, in the pockets of their pants, they had these compartments that they filled with dirt. And then they'd walk out into the yeah. courtyard and they'd pull these pins. The dirt would come out and they'd rake it into the thing. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. So yeah. here's my idea. Using that type of device, I'm thinking go to the back of a, uh, a barbershop okay. where they got all the hair clippings. Get a bunch of those hair clippings, put them in your pockets just in case you're in a bank. And right, you, you rob the bank or whatever. And then you pull the pins and then you spread a little hair around. Right. And there's like DNA from like 50 people. Yeah, they can't tell, they who, can't tell who did it. Right. Wow, that is <laughs> twisted, man. It's really. I don't know if you need pins though, because you can. 
Now you're saying you broke into the bank, right? Well, I'm saying like, you know, even if you're going to rob the bank, you just walk or whatever. Oh, yeah, I broke okay. into it, right? Okay. Yeah. Oh, I was thinking if there's nobody around, you right. pins, you just take it well, out. you got a mask on. And then they come to the crime scene, they analyze oh, it. Oh, and then they That's find true. They DNA. Yeah, because that was kind of hair. Right. You have to be. I was thinking more like, that would be more for like a murder when you get blood and other things and you want to throw a bunch of DNA around. But if you're just going to rob a bank. Yeah. Well, I mean, Dave's the expert, so, you, you know. <laughs> I mean, I'm just trying to think we defer to Dave right, on these right, missions. That's why I brought it up, to right, see what right, he thinks. Exactly, yeah. So, so it, doesn't sound like it's, it doesn't sound like, you know, maybe it's not the best idea. I think he can hone this. I think he can come back yeah. with me some ideas. Another place I think you could get, get away with a crime is lure your victim to, like, an old X-rated movie theater. There's a lot of DNA there. A lot of DNA there. That's true. I don't know if there are any of those around anymore. They're, what do you need them for? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can. The last, the last I heard about one of those was when Pee Wee Herman got caught. Yes, uh, right. However, what is that? Fifteen years ago? Oh, was, I think it was longer than that. Was I think it was the early nineties. Was, was it probably was it that long ago? Twenty-five years ago. Yeah, yeah. It's hmm. like an Amazon. Uh, they're putting a lot of uh, businesses out of business. All the brick and mortar places, right? Because yep. people are buying their stuff online. You think about like these adult video places, adult uh, toy stores, you know, they're going to go away unless we shop there. You know, unless we go and visit these stores. Right. Support your local exactly. Well, right. You don't, and you don't hear much about that. Yeah, that's yeah, a shame. I, yeah, it's right. a it's shame. It's awful. It, it, it <laughs> these poor local merchants. Mom and Pop. Trying <laughs> to ply their trade. <laughs> right, right. You know, and here comes Amazon. and They've had the store a couple of generations, you know. Right. It's, yeah, uh, passed down to the, you know, the sons and daughters. What are they going to do? <laughs> right. right, right. Yeah. When, when Dad's standing there in the you know in the in the adult bookstore and son's next to him and he's like, "Son, Sunday, this is all going to be yours." This is, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the poor kids like, but Dad, what about Amazon? And yeah, you're right. Yeah, and then they have a clearance, a clearance sale. Everything's on the yard, you know, out, out in the yard, and folding tables. You know, everything must go. Yeah, it's just thing. it's like the buggy whip, right? The, the cars, the horseless carriage came around. The buggy whip people all went out of business. Yeah, that's really funny because I always had this idea for a movie. All right, let's hear it. Of two competing businesses, you know, so I don't know the exact era, but the early, late 1800s, early 1900s, one guy's manufacturing sock garters, one guy's manufacturing buggy whips. And, you know, they're both destined to go out of business and they're both trying to figure out a way to stay in business and try and beat the other guy. And I don't know, just occurred to me one time when I was thinking about just that movie kind of plots. Thing. Movie plots and right. you know, companies going out of business and Sure. Um, I'd stay in your own business. What you're doing right now. I think that uh you don't, you don't think no anyways. Is there a movie I, like that? I what thought it would have kind of a Cohen Brothers oh, okay. sort oh, yeah. of feeling uh, to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, sure. Know? I can okay. see that. Yeah, old brother where are they? Yeah. Kind of lighting. Yeah. Yep. Okay, yeah. well not start to you're starting to flush it out a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And you are you past the first treatment? Are I mean how many uh, I, I have not gotten quite two of the first three. Yeah, well, I have to do the manifesto first. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Manifesto <laughs> first, then movie second. <laughs> Let's just yeah, take yeah. this thing one step. You got too many yeah. irons in the fire. Yeah. I mean, just yeah. concentrate on one thing. Well, see, that, <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> I'll just, just say just this. I'll just say this. The people you're going to pitch this to, Dave, are going to be tougher than us. You think so? And so you're wilting under our cross-examination. <laughs> I mean, if this is your passion. It's, it's not a fully flushed out idea. No, but follow your dream. <laughs> I mean, whether it be this old criminal thing you got going on, sure, or whether sure. it be your movie thing, 
just thinking how it's leading more towards the criminal enterprise than anything else. I mean, it's more established, right? Well, that's the thing. Well, there's more ideas going on about that. Sure. That's where your talents lie. Like I said, it's just an idea. I'll put it out there. Go behind a dumpster in a in a uh, barber shop and grab some hair, and just you might need it someday. You just have it with you. It's a free tip. Well, so do you carry that around with you whenever wherever you go, and then so just so you have it with you when the mood strikes. Yeah, I don't leave the house without four things: keys, wallet, phone. Hair from other people. Well, from hair. <laughs> right, right. Exactly. Other yeah. people's hair. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Yeah. I mean, you never know where the day leads you, right? That's I mean, the rule of them. That's true. I mean, think if Babyface Nelson had your idea. Yeah. Do you think he'd still be run, running around right I don't think banks? DNA was a big yeah, deal see, back then. Yeah, they didn't have <laughs> that was funny. We, that, maybe maybe there's something else. We, we talked about that in a podcast that didn't turn out for us because of uh, microphone things. The whole idea that back in the 30s that these guys could go – like 100 miles and hide out in a cabin and be off the grid. Right. Back in the 1930s. <laughs> we don't know where they went. They could go to Appleton and be <laughs> like they're in Antarctica. That's funny. Back in the old days. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I mean, because, yeah, you could watch phone. Nobody could track you. You could do whatever you want. You could assume somebody else's identity. You could say whoever you were. I, I wish I wish, our, right. I wish we had a, a video camera because you could see Dave's face lighting up. Yeah, right. Back in the day, it was so I mean, nostalgia. Now, now I have to worry about other no. people's yeah. cameras, and I have to worry about <laughs> yeah, I just, DNA. It's just the whimsical look on his face. Yeah. I mean, just nice. you know, like he had just, it was a golden age. You know, back <laughs> golden <there>. age. <laughs> You're an innovator, Dave. I, it'll come to you. I mean, this whole hair idea. I'm so too. glad you have faith. <laughs> <laughs> take this idea and run with it. There might be, you could, you could take this and expand it. Yeah, I yeah they they would they would drive up to like Rhinelander and they wouldn't find him for five years. Yeah, Al Capone. Yeah, didn't he like drive up north, hide out? And yeah, right. Nobody found him. Exactly. Well, they had their meetings up here, didn't they? Yeah. I think. Yeah. Even more than that, I think they could hide out in the city of Chicago. Yeah, I like I said, that's it, I do. In all seriousness, the nostalgia of how things used to be. What's the word we're looking for? Uh, uh, ignorant. Right. More ignorance. <laughs> That's a more simpler ignorant time. <laughs> ignorance is a virtue, right? Uh, there was a little, uh, ignorance is bliss, uh, right? Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I think uh, this is another different topic. I was watching the Vietnam thing you've been watching. The, the Ken Vietnam. Burns thing? Yeah, the Ken Burns thing. Yeah, I'd be in Canada if I was of that age. I don't know. Would you have? Yeah, I don't think I would have stuck around. I had... Uh, my sister and my sister's husband were both of that age during the Vietnam War, and um, they were in college, so he didn't get drafted. But they would have, they would have split. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I, I, uh, I was in the military, and I would tell you, just go to the Air Force because it's. I, I think it's the safest of all the all the branches because you're on the on the base. Right. And you send the planes off to the war. So that's where I want to be here. on the base. That's right. during you're the war. I want to be on here. the base. Yeah, you're way over here. The planes are out there. So that's you know that was the route I took. I always think that if you know if I was in one of these battles, you know we're walking towards the front lines. At some point, I'd turn to somebody and say, you know, I forgot something back at the camp. <laughs> I'll be right there. Yeah, right. Be, don't wait up. Yeah, don't. <laughs> I, I got to run. I, I'll be right back. I'm gonna, I'll, I'll catch up with you. I have my keys. My hair. <laughs> the hair back there. <laughs> yeah, if you're going to do some <laughs> type of massacre, you got to have that hair just in case. Yeah, Blame it on your buddies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I would, like I said, I would be the deserter. I'd be the hell out of there. As soon it's as just as like, you know, I got to go take a leak. I mean, something simple right, as that. Right. You know, like, I'll, be, I'll catch up. 
you guys, like you said, you guys go ahead. Forget the base. I want to be stateside. Stay, what do they got for me stateside? Is there anything, anything I can do back here? Have you ever mispronounced a word for a long time and finally found out that it was, had it mispronounced? Yes. Okay. See, so it's funny because you talk about, you know, you do something your whole life and you don't even realize it. So, and I kind of pride myself on having a reasonably good vocabulary and, sure. and you know, uh, knowing a, a lot of words and um you have to talk yourself out of a lot of things well true right like <laughs> all the crime and, right. well, yeah, i didn't know, want to say it but okay yeah <laughs> but um uh the french word voila right oh yeah right v-o-i-o-a right with some accent mark somewhere yeah, there, right. Yeah. right so for the longest time and i don't know mental block i don't know i would say viola Viola. <laughs> and people look at me and go, Viola! What do you want? Somebody say violin. Yeah, violin. Yeah, right. You're looking I mean, honest to God, until, up until maybe 20 years ago, I never realized that I was saying the wrong thing. Viola. Viola. See, and, and yeah. I, I would venture to guess that a lot of people thought you were a joke. I hope so. Yeah. Ah, Viola, that's funny. I you meant just, it. Yeah, it was a joke. Yeah, I'm because, just yeah. kidding. Right, because I, I would say something like, oh, Viola, you know. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, so because I don't think it's a word. <laughs> no. No. I, I just told this story the other day. I'd go to um, the high school for swim practice when I was like 10 years old, huh. and people would write on the bathroom walls stuff, and a lot of dirty stuff, right? Sure. And I didn't know the birds and the bees at that point, and somebody had drawn a naked lady, and they're pointing at the private parts. And they had written the word vagina, but the V looked like an R. So for a long time, I thought it was a vagina. <laughs> and and I, kept, I kept thinking, I saw that city in Canada called Regina. How long was it before you realized that, you, that it wasn't a vagina? That it was like, a... like you, maybe 10 years ago. <laughs> right. Yeah, the other thing that commonly people mess up is lyrics on songs. Right? Oh, sure. You're right. singing a song and you're oh, convinced yeah. it's a lyric. Sure. And right. years later, you find out. I had that roommate of mine that was from Singapore. You met him, right. Ken. Uh-huh. And uh, he was talking about a song at the time that was out back when we were in college. He said that Bruce Springsteen, he said he's a racist. I said, why is that? He said that uh, that song, uh, Cadillac, Cadillac, uh, Pink Cadillac. Pink Cadillac. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. And there's a line, it says, uh, uh, long and dark, shiny and black. And he thought it was killing Asians and blacks. <laughs> wow. <really>? Wow. <laughs> or mowing down Chinese and blacks. Yikes. How do you, wow, yeah. So maybe shiny something, and black. He heard right. Chinese and blacks. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. <laughs> right. The other one I remember was, I always thought was, um, it's a feeling, Irene Carroll. What was that song? What a feeling. What a feeling. Uh, yeah. Flash dance. Yeah. Right. Flash dance. And it said, take your passion and make it happen. Okay. For a yeah. while, I thought, take your pants off and make it happen. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, that changes the whole song. Sure, a little more provocative. <laughs> <but>. <laughs> Spices it up a little bit. <laughs> I thought that was a little risque. <laughs> it did come out around the same time physical. Yeah. yeah. With uh, uh, Peter Jones. Yeah. yeah. That was always the well. So Springsteen wrote "Blinded by the Light." Which oh right. Was, oh, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I more popular by Manfred May. Is that yeah. that? He, he wrote yeah. it. Yeah, uh-huh. and I still to this day I'm not quite sure. The wrapped up like a douche of the Roner in the night. What? What? Here it is. Know what right, let, I know what it is. What is it? It's, it sounds like wrapped up like a douche. Yeah, right. the, right, right. It's wrap. Uh, I think it's. I don't know about wrapped, but it, 
might be revved up, but it's like a deuce, which is a kind of a car. Yeah, right. Oh. Another runner in the night. Ah. And you will forget that when you leave. And you'll be like, no, oh, I, I heard not. that. I, I heard will. that once, but I can't remember what it was. Yeah, I could I never. And of course, when you're a little kid and first one that's so yeah, right. He's a douche. <laughs> yeah, they, you know, there's that song uh, with Beach Boys, Little Deuce Coop. Yeah. Right, so oh, okay. it's along the same lines. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. There was the, Deuce uh, mean a two-seater. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Makes yeah. sense. Yeah, now with the internet, you can look all these up. There's right. What's that, uh, that Kenny Loggins one with the uh, Top Gun? What is that? Uh, Danger Zone. There's a line in that, which I didn't. I couldn't figure out for years. I don't know what it is. Yeah. I, but yeah. I looked it up. There's some line I couldn't figure out what the hell they said. I looked it up and it still doesn't make sense. That's the problem, though. You know, there's like there's no mystery to anything anymore. No, you know, it's, it's like, like we're talking about simpler times. <laughs> I'm going to sound like an old man. You yeah. know, what Age sure. of my day, I you used know, to. It's like there's no such thing as trivial anymore because, you know, you can look it all up. Right. You know, I, my, my older brother, I mean, anything that you're talking about. He'll just pull out his phone, Google it right away. Nope, nope, yep, nope. nope, nope. <laughs> That's what older brothers are for, I guess. Well, sure, you know. It's <laughs> yeah. just like, Is there already been that dynamic between the two of you? It sounds like they're in a little bit of a source spot. You know, so I was the youngest of, of four, so. But, yeah, you know, there's just no, you know everything now. It's right. like, it, I don't know. I just I I would have found out Regina right away. That's true. But <laughs> like, hold on, that's really wrong. If you're ten years old and you can yeah. get on the yeah. computer, with it. you probably would have corrected the spelling because you would have known it before. Yeah, right. You would have yeah, the, the spell correct would be no. Hold on, that's no, not what I wanted. Right? Give, give me a pen. Yeah. I wonder if it yeah. would have corrected it to, to the right word. Right? <laughs> even even uh, phone numbers. You know, I used to know everybody's yeah. phone number. Yeah. Like, I still. Maybe could tell you what it is. Yeah. But my kids' phone numbers, I don't know what those are. I mean, you know, phone numbers, um, even addresses now. It's like, you know, so so GPS and that whole thing. I mean, you know, you. Oh, right. You, you know, and then, you know, you, you get somewhere and you're like, how do I get there? Because yeah. you can't, you know, you can't remember how you. I, if, I hope my phone is so screwed, yeah. you know, once the apocalypse comes, I mean, right. and technology. Can, can you tell us when you have that plan, Dave? Or is that uh, <laughs> oh, something you keep it in your manifesto? <laughs> yeah. it's it's that's scary. part of the manifesto. <laughs> okay, sure. Yeah. I was kind of hoping you wouldn't utter the word apocalypse. <laughs> because I, I didn't mean to bring a downer to the whole proceedings, but, you know, you know, we got, you know, we got North Korea, you got Trump as president, you know, <laughs> just, it's, you know, it could be, could be next week. That's true. Well, maybe we should wrap it up. Let's wrap it up here. And <laughs> we got, we got my family to hug. Right. <laughs> Join us next time on the Bait and Switch podcast when Dave Steffen continues to try to make amends for poor performances in grade school spelling bees. I bunkered down in the house, and uh, I think the winds got up to like five to eight miles an hour. A lot yeah. of buffeting going on. I felt some buffeting. Buffeting, yeah. Is buffeting spelled the same as buffet? <laughs> yeah, I believe it is. What would you call it? Buffeting instead of buffeting? Do you, do you add extra tea? That would be buffeting. Right, you're right. <laughs> Which is upsetting. Easy.